right, welcome back to Johnny Radio. I'm your host, Matt Johnston, coming to you from Houston, Texas. I'm here with my co-host, Brad Wakai, who is situated in the shoebox up in New York. Brad, what's up, man? Nothing much. I am in the shoebox for sure, getting ready to get bunkered in for a winter. It's starting to change here, that weather. Brad, over or under 500 bucks you lost on the weekend sports betting? Definitely under. Okay. But it, it was... Uh, not a good day on Sunday. Good thing we built up some equity throughout the week. Yeah, it was not a good day for your boy either. So we're going to move on from that because <laughs> we need to look forward to next weekend and rebound. Before, <laughs> right. before we introduce today's guest, let's take care of a few programming notes. Follow the podcast at Johnny Radio Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Visit the Naked Take Johnny Radio YouTube channel where you can see our beautiful faces that's me, Brad. And watch full episodes, and we're going to include Allie in that too. Uh, you can also search Johnny Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon Music and list to, listen to us on there. If you missed our last few episodes, I recommend you go back and check those out. We had each member of the Rad Dudecast podcast. That's Anthony DeVito, Greg Stone, and Brendan Ayer. Uh, come, on to talk, come on the podcast to talk about their stand-up comedy careers, um, performing on late night, late night shows such as Seth Meyers and Stephen Colbert. And they were awesome interviews. So go back and listen to those if you haven't already. Without further ado, let's bring in our guest, Ali Ligib, professional golfer. Ali, what is up? Hi. Hello. Um, congrats on the pronunciation, by the way, because nobody... <laughs> I was I was like I'm either gonna really butcher it or I I think I got it so I'm glad I got it right. You I'm did. glad you did. Don't feel bad because I've been called literally everything in the book, so I'm I'm over it at this point. <laughs> I am really glad you got that right, Brad, because I was gonna go with the exact opposite and say Lejeb because I that's, googled that's another top one. That's okay. <laughs> I googled how to pronounce your last name, and that's what the internet said. Um, but as we know, the internet isn't always right. So. I thought right. it never lied. That's I, the meaning, well, my j name is uh, German, so the meaning. I did, I did learn that. I did learn that. So. Yeah, but here's the kicker: the meaning of my last name is literally like bartender or giver of the wine in German. So I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll take that. But <laughs> but people just butcher it all the time, so don't feel bad. <laughs> No, that's awesome. Yeah. So again, thank you for coming on and taking the time. Uh, I see you got a dog there in the background. I do. Um, I'm currently dog sitting and uh, my roommates and I have three dogs in our house. So there's four dogs at the moment. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's Duke back there. He's a sweetie. <laughs> wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Never, never yeah. a dull moment, I'm sure. <laughs> no, no. Not, not in my life, at least. But... <laughs> All right. So thanks again for coming on. Uh, before we get into the, the heart of the conversation here, which is obviously golf, um, answer this for me, Allie. What's it like living in a state um, that doesn't practice daylight savings time? Because I completely messed up the entire time zone thing. Again, I went to the internet <laughs> and I was yeah. like, okay, wait. I think I think Arizona is in, in the Pacific time zone. I'm like, okay, it's not. It's a mountain. But then it said yeah. it's two hours back from Houston, which is where I'm at. Mm -hmm. So then I got more confused. And then I remembered that you guys don't spring ahead. 
We don't. And honestly, we no time change whatsoever, which is very nice because then you never have to worry about changing your clocks or losing an hour of sleep or worrying about missing work or whatever else there is. So I don't mind it at all. <laughs> One of the many great things about living in Arizona. So Yeah, I've lived here in Texas for two years now, and I'm finally starting hey, to get used to the, the time Texas. zone difference. I saw the Houston. Oh, Bucky's oh, awesome. Wow. <laughs> I went there this summer. I passed through this summer, so I, I I went to Bucky's for the first time. I loved it. I can't wait to go back. But yeah, Brad, do you know anything about Bucky's? I've I've heard of it before. It's like one of those things where it's like you hear about in Texas, mm-hmm. but I've never been to Bucky's. So that's gonna be on my list too. Oh, okay, it is, put it on the it list is, for sure. The nicest gas station slash rest stop you'll ever go to in your life. They have mm-hmm. they have individual stalls in the bathrooms that you're always clean and nice. It's just mm. It's just, a whole, it's just a whole experience. You know what I mean? It's, it it's fantastic. So if it you're is. ever in Texas, check it out. Um, all right, let's get into it. So um, let's just start off by, Allie, can you just walk us through your golf career um, just from playing at the collegiate level at Northern Kentucky and mm-hmm. then becoming professional and where you're at sort of now? Sure, yeah. So starting from, I guess, the very beginning, I got into golf uh, from my dad and grandparents. And like I would just grow up playing with them all the time, which was great. Um, and I never really, you know, started to focus on it until high school. And I was like, oh, I could get, you know, a college scholarship from this. And at the time, I was playing like soccer, basketball, other sports. And so I was pretty well rounded, but golf definitely wasn't my favorite, even. So um, I started working harder at it and I got a full ride to Northern Kentucky University, uh, which is an awesome D1 school located in basically Cincinnati on the Kentucky side of the river. So I was, I was going to ask, I, I had, I had no idea where Northern Kentucky was. Oh yeah. No, it's okay. Uh, I think we just uh, turned D one, maybe eight or nine years ago. I could mm. be a little bit off, but um, it's an up and coming like division one school. It, it's really great. The stuff they're doing there is growing every year, but um, coach Daryl Langen recruited me there. And uh, my grandpa actually taught there once or twice a week part-time and I really didn't know anything about Northern Kentucky, but again, full ride was pretty hard to turn down. So um, I went there for four years, had a great experience, got to travel all over the country. Um, I think I wrapped up my senior year. We got uh, second in the conference and I got third individual. So that was a pretty sweet note to end on. And so at that point I was kind of hungry for more and I, well, I mean, it wouldn't be the worst thing ever if I took kind of like a gap here and tried to play pro a little bit. And so my dad was great in helping me, helped me look up all these different mini tours, which really there was only two big ones for ladies at the time. And it was either between Florida, Arizona. And I just remember going out to Arizona in college, like we had a tournament out there. And I was like, I think I want to go try Arizona. Didn't know anybody, had uh, one group of family friends out here. They helped me get settled in and everything. Backed in my bags and just drove out to Arizona. My mom came out with me and uh, tried it out. Uh, tried uh, my first event on the Cactus Tour, uh, fall 2017. Um, and I just fell in love with it. And I've been out here ever since. So uh, currently, I well, let's see, the last... That, there's a little gap there. That was almost two years ago. Wow. But, or over, over two years ago. <laughs> so um, throughout that time, I've, I've been playing on the Cactus Tour and everything, which has been a great experience. It's a mini tour out here based in Arizona, but they have uh, events in Texas and California as well every so often. But 
the cool thing about the taxi store, it's located right here in Phoenix, Arizona. If you're here living here, there's very little travel. So it's like a little local tour. Mm. Um, the other great thing about living here is all the golf connections in general. There's a golf course every block. Um, personally, I pay, play ping clubs. And so their headquarters are here as well. So that's been kind of really nice for me. Um, and then, so I've been doing that and it's funny, the different kind of things you can get into with golf out here in general, not just playing professionally. Um, I got hooked up with working for this, uh, pro-am company called Backswing Golf Events and, uh, it's a bunch of female professional golfers and we go out to all these big, you know, corporate outings, all these, um, scrambles, you know, that companies will put on and stuff like that. And when we're at these events, we'll go out there. We're usually in a par three or hitting a long drive or playing with a group, something along those lines. And we're raising money for a local charity that's involved with the business or company that's putting the scramble on. So we get paid to do that. And we get paid to help money get raised for charity, which is like win, win, win. And you get a little practice in as well. So, and it's good networking. Um, so I threw that into the mix as well within the last few years. And then, just been getting into a bunch of other stuff as well. Um, this year, 2020, I'm sure was kind of a wash for everybody, not just for golfers. So, um, I mean, I'm just kind of dipping my toes right in the water for a bunch of other sports related golf related activities as well. So that's where I'm at right now. But, um, I mean, I, I wouldn't change like any, you know, even going to Florida over Arizona. I really just, I love Arizona. I love the people I've met here. I love the golf here. So it's all been great so far. Yeah. It's, it's, it's definitely tough to beat Arizona. And I mean, look, if you see people, the people watching behind you, I mean, that's one of the reasons why, you know, it's just gonna be so nice. Like it's getting cold. I'm here in Brooklyn and you know, I'm, I'm putting uh, away all my summer clothes and I'm just like, come on. My I'm not gosh. Late yet. I, <laughs> I'm low-key kind of jealous because it's still like 100 degrees right now. And I'm kind of getting to that point where we're like, okay, I'd like for it to cool down a little bit. But, right. I mean, I, I really can't complain come December, January, February. You know, it's it's just perfect. Exactly. So I'll right. suck it up for a little um, longer. Yeah, for a little longer. Um, mm -hmm. so, I mean, so you're from Lexington, right? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Okay. So what's, I mean, what's been like the culture shock? I mean, if there is any, but I mean, just going from Kentucky, big blue nation and then out to Arizona, kind of trying to make it professionally. Golfing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I'll just say, like I said before, the opportunities in Kentucky for female professional golfers versus Arizona or even Florida, uh, the, the, there's just so much more, so many more people you can get connected with who can help you out here. Um, so many more I just everyone's just obsessed with golf out here too not not like bashing on Lexington because I know plenty of people including myself who are from Lexington who are obsessed with golf trust me but um it's just I think this opportunity in general for golf um I love going back to Lexington I love playing the courses there and everything and actually I do go back every summer for two months when it's 120 degrees out here <laughs> so i'll go back and i have a i have stuff i do back there i have tournaments that play back east and everything so it works out i get to still um be a part of kentucky and hang out there with family and everything and then also um uh, live in arizona for the majority of the year so nice so let's yeah. go back a little bit so you started golfing when you were younger obviously your dad and your grandpa mm -hmm. played when did you realize you were like okay i can do this at the collegiate level i can do this professionally 
did it sort of naturally click with you or was it something you had to really work on to get good at it? Right. I, I definitely had to work at it, but the crazy thing was, um, I, I think in high school, actually, so I don't know if this is allowed in any other states, but in Kentucky, you can try out for high school teams as a middle schooler. So my coach, um, <laughs> my former high school coach, he, we used to go to the same church and I'm just this little skinny, like 13 year old seventh grader. And he's like, Hey, why don't you come try out for the high school team? And I was like, what? Like I never played on a golf team before. I just played casually with my, my dad and grandparents. And my dad was like, yeah, you should do it. You know, why not? So he encouraged me. We went out and played and I like, you know, tried to really work out and everything. And I made the team. And uh, I, my coach there was awesome, Kevin. Mim. He he really did a lot for us girls. I went to Henry Clay High School in Washington, so I don't know if anybody listening knows where that is, but <laughs> go Blue Devils. So, well, I, I wish. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, it was a great experience, and I think he pushed me to practice harder. My dad pushed me to practice harder, and I just kept getting better and better. I made varsity, um, and then by my senior year, junior year, senior year, I was like basically leading the team, you know, a, a team captain. And that kind of motivated me as well. Like I'm leading a bunch of younger girls too. So I got to set a good, good example. And golf is, uh, I don't know if you guys play or not. Do you guys play? Yeah. 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 We yeah. golf. Um, you dabble? Obviously, <laughs> obviously wish we could do a little bit better. I, my clubs have been sitting in my, uh, in my closet collecting dust for the past year. I mean, a lot of it's because of what's wow, going to get back year. out there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I really do. I mean, I, I played in high school, but I mostly played just for the um, free shirts and free golf, everything. I mean, we got to play. I'm not with that. <laughs> we, got to pl we got to play some of the nicest courses. I'm from Pittsburgh, so we okay, got to play yeah. some of the nicest courses uh, in the area around the city. And it was free golf, you know, free shirts, free a lot of different stuff. And, you know, I was good enough to the point where I could make the team, but at the same time, I wasn't. Um, I didn't have that pressure to succeed and do well. We had, we had folks on our team that went to go play at the collegiate level and, and be really successful, um, you know, with the colleges they went to. Um, but for me, it was just more of a leisure thing. And for Brad, it's the same, I assume. Yeah. 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 I love going out. I, I uh, my dad taught me, we lived not necessarily like a country club, but it was a kind of that environment. So when I was little, you know, you just go out and play. Um, with my dad then my brother started playing too so it was like a, kind of like a like a boys thing that the kids and, the, yeah. and my dad would do so that's how i got into it and then nice. played in high school and uh, i try to go out when i can now i i need to go out more like you said i got to get back out there knock off the rust so it's not so <laughs> bad yeah. every time i pick up the clubs right oh, so you both know basically like golf is very frustrating but it's always a one shot that keeps you coming back oh, every yeah. time, basically. <laughs> so i mean like i think that kind of just hit hard with me and and as, as i started getting better and everything and i wanted to keep improving and you know junior year of high school you start looking at colleges and everything and my dad was like wouldn't you know we should look at playing playing uh for a college like you, you know you could get a lot of money from it or whatever and I was like, yeah. And so I got really motivated by that and um, just worked really hard. And I just, I, I don't like to slack on anything. Like I'll, I'll put my nose to the grind. So I sure did. And um, I, I earned my scholarship and everything. And from there, it was kind of addictive, I guess. And I just kept getting better and better the more I worked at it. 
and and even with more, I worked in in the gym and my mental game as well. It like all came together, I guess. But I just feel like I, you know, I'm not one of those girls that just started playing competitively at like five years old, like they are these days. <laughs> but right. I was pretty well rounded growing up, and I I played sports all my life, so I I know the whole you know practice makes perfect mentality and everything. So I think that kind of helps as well too. But I just feel like I'm not one of those girls that's plateaued already. I feel like I still, even now, have a lot to improve on. So, and I feel like I have a lot of potential in front of me. So I felt like that was ahead of me the whole time I was in high school trying to get better and college trying to get better and even now too. So, and I'm sure it's going to be like that for the rest of my life because you know what? Golf sucks sometimes and it's never perfect. So you can't ever perfect golf. So (laughs) I mean, mean, you're what, 25 now? Yeah, 25. Okay, that was a good guess on my part then. Um, so you got a whole life. You got a whole lifetime to go. Then I mean, think about oh, it. Oh yeah. I mean, that's the greatest thing about golf. It's a life sport. You could do it for the longest time, and you're really just getting started. Especially being out yeah. in Arizona now, seems like you yeah. set yourself up pretty well. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny you say that because I, I sometimes I feel like I'm older. Girls these days, it's just like. How they keep getting younger and younger and you're like where did you come from they're like 12 years old <laughs> like, <laughs> like like already shooting like five under or whatever it's crazy but i think i saw a stat one time and it said something like uh female golfers don't really hit their peak until they're like 27 28 years old so mm. at least i mean i i believed it so i was like okay like i'm gonna i'm gonna uh stick to that one <laughs> hopefully yeah. it holds how's true, that how's, so. that how's that how's that compared to the guys age for when they peak for golf do you think i, I have no idea i mean the guys it's just a whole nother world like our our golfer world keeps getting more and more competitive but they're on just mm-hmm. another level like there's so many talent much talent like just hanging out in these mini tours monday qualifiers and it's like they're all they have to do is get one breakthrough but there's so many of them it's like crazy to think about but it's kind of getting that way for women's golf as well now too yeah it's definitely exploded i mean my question when you were growing up because i know who was big annika sormstam on the women's side was very big when i was growing up and you know that kind of coincided with tiger and phil Um, but did you pay more attention when you're watching to tiger or the men's side or or were you always into female golf Oh, no, I, I, to this day, like, I still, it's kind of sad to say, but I'll explain. So I, I totally, like, prefer watching the guys play. I just think mm-hmm. they're more aggressive. Um, I just think there's a little more personality there to watch, too. Um, but I just grew up watching, you know, the guys play, Tiger, right. obviously. And um, I don't know, that, that's what I, who I prefer watching. And I feel like every one of their styles is so different. It's, it's good to watch each and every player and see what he does what his style is on on the lpga i can tell you there's one thing that's really in common and it's tempo it's smooth mm. tempo on on their swing that's the one thing everyone takes away from the lpga wow their swing is so smooth it's like it's great but at the same time like i personally when i go play with guys even i feel like i play better because they're always wanting to bet money or something and you, <laughs> you know you want to hang with the boys so yeah. I've, I've always been in that mindset but lately i mean even uh the, uh, the LPGA, like it just feels like they're slowly getting better at, you know, show, showing these girls off and showing mm. what they can do. So it seems like it's getting better, but I think it, there's a lot more to be done in terms of showcasing them and their talents and their personalities off. So, 
So speaking of style, what is your approach to the sport? Are you someone, so I don't know, it's a little bit different probably for women's golf or ladies golf. Um, do you try to go long? Do you emphasize your short game? Do you rely more on putting? How do you manage your rounds when you're playing in, in those, you know, in those tournaments? Right. So I'm not the longest player in the world off the tee necessarily. I'd say my irons are pretty you know, standard distance. I can, I can hit my irons for sure, but off the tee, it's not like I bomb at 280. I probably average like 240, 245 at the most. But my whole thing is I, I hardly ever miss fairways. I probably average like 13 or 14 fairways or 12, 13, 14 fairways around. Usually I have, I'm pretty straight off the tee. That's my strength. And I wish I could tell you my secret, but that's just how I've always been. So um, you, I usually I'll, I'll be hundred percent safe in a good position off the tee in the fairway. Um, and then uh, the other thing I really try to emphasize is short game because that's your bread and butter when, especially when you're on tour, you got to be able to save your par, but you also got to be able to, you know, knock some putts in and make, make a lot of birdies. So that's what I emphasize. Yeah, that's definitely how you save a round, I feel like, because, you know, you can be as long off the tee, but if you're not accurate with the irons and can't putt, then, you know, you're just as good as the rest, oh the rest of them out there. Yeah, I and mean, there's some days where it's like, okay, maybe I do miss a couple of fairways, or maybe I do, you know, miss hit iron shots and I can't hit a green that day, but you know what, if I'm able to, like, get up and down, at the end of the day, I'll look at my score, I'm like, why do I feel like I, I hit the ball, like, worse than I thought, and then I'm looking at my short game and plus and I'm like, Oh, there, I, that's where I saved myself. So would you say short game is the strongest part of your game? Um, yeah, I would say that I'm pretty good. I don't have any, you know, a lot of people have a lot of fears when they get up to a bunker. I have like no problem just splashing it out. And <laughs> I feel like that's even growing up, like my high school coach instilled in me. Um, my college coach was big on short game. And I just feel like I've always had a good feel for chipping, putting, and pitching in general. So, do you have any tr tricks or tips that you could give Johnston and myself, <laughs> or even the viewers out there? Is like, hey, I want to yeah. get better too. <laughs> yeah, let's get your oh, quick God. tips. Oh <laughs> uh, well, number one, I think consistency is key because it's like, I golf is not like basketball or soccer or football. You can like, you know play it once a year with buddies and it's easy to, you know, get that muscle memory back. Golf, it's just so detailed. If you're off by like half a degree with any aspect of your swing, it's going to show, right? So I would say consistency is the key. Even if it's like once a week, just get out and, and uh, practice and work on stuff. And then um, number two, I think the thing even that helps me a lot is tempo. It's funny when you try to kill the ball and you try to try to crush it and rip at it like Bryson DeChambeau or whatever. It just <laughs> tends to go all every direction, right? But when you have that nice, even tempo, nice little pause at the top of your swing and just, you know, swing on through fast but smooth. I'm not trying to, you know, just send a rocket ball out there. But it's just crazy. The, the tempo part of it will just make all the difference in the world. So that's yeah, what I going. tell my buddies. At least that need that one advice, or like, are always like, hey, I, can you help me out? I'm hitting this big old place, and I'm like, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> Unless you're playing for money, then you tell them the opposite, and so you can take. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Have you ever, have, line up this way a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got two questions, just real quick, about Top Golf. Have you ever gone to Top Golf and hustled oh, someone? Yeah. 
Okay, tell us about that. Top and top golf and did what with someone? Like hustle someone. Be like, I don't know how to hit the ball. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Or or have you gone with a group of friends and tried to tone it down a bit to not show up all the guys? Yes. I can't think of specific situations, but like I just I just like to mess with people sometimes. (laughs) So like there's definitely been like times where Either we go to Top Golf or we go to like a local driving range, and my friends bring someone, and I just start in, and they're like, "Whoa, you're really, really good." And I, I might not at the time, I might be like, "I'm hitting it like shit right now," but I'm like, "Oh yeah, like I do this and this," and they're like, "Whoa," and I'm like, oh, "It's not that big of a deal, but <laughs> to me at least." But um, I'm trying to. Oh, so my company I work for, Backswing. So when we go to these events and show up, you know, these these guys, it's mostly guys, right? At these company outings and whatever so these guys that pull up to the golf hole and they see the beat the pro contest or a sign or i start talking to them and they're like oh okay like yeah like she says she's pro or whatever i mean you know because how often do you come across like a good uh female golfer amateur or professional in your life right so they might seem a little skeptical or whatever (laughs) and then it's just funny because I'll just whip out my club and just start hitting. And it might not even be a good shot to me, but they're just like so amazed that a girl <laughs> is actually like swinging a golf club in general. They're like, oh my gosh, here's my money. Take my donation. <laughs> so I was, I was, for, I, was I was fortunate in high school to be um, close friends with two, with two girls who were multi-sport athletes um, and they were just naturally good at golf. So you know, to have a women's golf team in high school, it, it really took just – they had to find people that were athletic enough and then they could put them on the team. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Um, right. But they, they they embarrassed me every time we played together. So um, That's okay. It happens. It happens. I, I have nothing but admiration from them. All right. We're going to hit you with just a <laughs> few quick questions about golf and then we'll move into some non-related golf hypotheticals. So the first one is – What's your favorite golf major? Oh, it's got to be the Masters. Mm. <laughs> Not to be like that basic, you know. I, I mean, I feel like everyone loves the Masters, but just the history around it. And I've never been personally, so that's like one of my main goals to go and hopefully take my dad and my grandpa one day. I think that'd be really cool. But there's just so much history around it. And I mean, um, the fact that it's able to stay so consistent throughout the years through all the, the change and everything, like you can still get a pimento cheese sandwich for a dollar fifty at, at the masters, which it's, I think is it's truly cool. amazing. Not that yeah. I've ever been, but you know, that's like the iconic sporting event that you want to go to over yeah. anything else, in my opinion. Yeah. All right. So I what's can't your favorite to see it with all like the leaves changing and everything? Yeah. Too, so yeah, true. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped for it to come up. Um, so what's your favorite club to hit? My favorite club? Jeez. Um, I don't know. I I want to say my putter. Because <laughs> there's just no, no better feeling that was my than answer draining too. a putt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there's just no better feeling than draining a putt. And, it's, and when it, your putter's not working, it's a bad day. Like mm-hmm. when you're three putting, when you're three putting or missing five footers, it's it's very frustrating. So sometimes he's in timeout, but it's okay. I, I think he's <laughs> that, my favorite for the most part. 
there's nothing there's nothing worse than like a par four. You get on the green, you're on a three, you know, you're you know five ten feet away or whatever, and then you just somehow end up three putting. Now I'm sure it doesn't happen to you, but for me that's <laughs> well, happening. Five, more yeah, often I was about to say not. five five ten feet. I hope I don't ever three putt. <laughs> I was gonna say my my putter's in timeout a lot because uh, <laughs> he's not performed yeah, too well. For it me happens. Very it often. happens. You just gotta so talk what? To him a little bit. Put him timeout a little bit. I do. I <laughs> do. Settle him down. <laughs> so, what's your favorite sport besides golf? Oh gosh. Um, honestly, it's a toss up because I did grow up playing basketball, and I think basketball will always be a love of mine. And I tore my ACL in high school playing it. And after that, I was like, maybe I should just stick to golf and not get injured. But um, I, I will always love basketball. Like um, this summer when uh, Michael Jordan's documentary was, was on TV and I was just so hyped about it. And Kobe Bryant was one of my favorites growing up too. And I was just devastated. I still am. I still think about it. Like, you know, when you take a piece of trash and throw it in the trash can and yell Kobe, it's yeah. like, <laughs> but um so I'd, I'd say basketball for sure and i i think i'd miss playing basketball more than anything um but i do love my football i love college football i love watching nfl football i'll get into a pick and league with my buddies and like mm. i i just i mean just sports in general but those those are other than golf those are my two top sports so yeah those are my favorite too i, I love those sports golf's like fun to you know go out and play with your friends or whatever, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing like playing those sports too, you know? Oh yeah. 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 And just even watching it on TV. Like I totally understand how people think golf is boring on TV. I totally get that. Like it's boring <laughs> for me sometimes to watch too. I'm like, geez, let's hurry this up here. But no, um, I, I do. I mean, those are my, I just love sports in general. So I, 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 those are my top two for sure. But yeah, I still can't understand people that think. I mean, I, I do understand how golf can be boring, but it's just the perfect thing on a Sunday to throw on the TV, take oh, a nap, absolutely. you know, just hang out. You yeah. know, yeah. you could uh, chime in when you want to. Wait, so exactly. Growing up in Kentucky, who was your NFL and NBA teams? <laughs> well, my options are a little bit limited in Lexington, I guess, Kentucky. Yeah, because uh, Lexington's like in the middle of the state, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's Central Kentucky. So I the closest team is the Bengals. Uh, but that's mm, <laughs> kind of <laughs> if you're a Bengals fan, it's 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 uh it's a little rough sometimes. They're not just sometimes, a lot of the times. But, <laughs> but uh, the other team, I guess, is closest would be the Titans. Um, then after that, it's the Cleveland Browns. So really, really good group. <laughs> no, but I'll I'll follow the Bengals and really like I love following uh, just the league in general, different players in general and being out in Arizona. Uh, I don't know. Maybe it's just because a lot of my friends are an Arizona Cardinals friends. Like I started watching them a lot more too, but I'm, I'm, I don't care who it is. I'm always down to watch a good football game. And um, I'd say the Bengals probably would be my closest one. And I'm excited. Joe Burrow is now their starting quarterback. So yep. hopefully they'll pick it up from here. But um, as far as the NBA teams go, again, I just I more toward like gravitate towards the players on the team, like Kobe Bryant. I feel like that's pretty popular for the NBA. It seems like there's yeah. more fans of players rather than teams. Right, right. But right now, I think I'm rooting for the Heat in the finals. Though I like LeBron, I have nothing against LeBron, but I think like a little upset would be kind of cool too. I Tyler Hero played for UK as well, so. I was gonna say you're probably more of a college basketball girl than. 
Yeah, but okay. The funny thing here is that my family and I like we'll follow UK sports, but we're not necessarily like you know the diehard big blue fan. So my mom actually is my mom's side of the family is all Ohio State fans. My my grandpa Mm. was in the marching band, Ohio State. Then my other side of the family, yeah. Oh, get ready. My other side (laughs) of the family is my dad went to Michigan State. Um, my grandparents went to Michigan State, and then my grandpa actually played football at Michigan State and got a ring there. So it's like <laughs> Ohio State versus Michigan State, and we always joke around and we're like, "Well, thank God none of us are Michigan Wolverine fans." Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it could be Brad, worse. Yeah, Brad and I both went to Penn State, so at least we can all agree the Michigan side. Okay. Yeah, Big Ten. Yeah. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, so the Big Ten lineage. Back on too. Yeah. Oh, awesome. absolutely. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure your family's happy. That's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we need something to watch. <laughs> oh. All right, last one before we get into the hypotheticals. What's your favorite course you've ever played, and what's the best course you've ever played? Um, my favorite course. Uh, that's a tough one. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I, cause I, there's so many different styles of courses. I don't think I could ever have a favorite. Um, the best course I ever played was Valhalla, uh, in Louisville. And my dad was able, uh, one of his buddies hooked him up and we went to go play that, which is really special to play with my dad too. And we actually played it. I think it was like a, less than a month before the PGA championship in 2014. So we went back and watched it. You know, it was just cool because you know, playing it fresh in our minds. It's like, oh yep, I hit it left on on this hole right here. And of course, like you're watching the pro and he sticks it next to the hole. <laughs> so that was just kind of fun to, to experience and everything. Um, I don't know. I, any day on the golf course is a good day for me. I, I'm really not picky. I don't care if it's a goat track or whatever. As long as I'm out there and having fun, like I could care less. But I play. I've been fortunate to play. Some good golf courses. I played Southern Highlands up in Vegas as well. Um, I actually I worked at TPC for the last two years as a part time job. TPC Scottsdale. Oh, oh wow. Um, where the waste management is. Yeah, so I got to yeah. play that a lot, which is really cool. And currently, I'm working at True North Golf Club uh, here in Scottsdale as well. Um, and I, I get I'm fortunate enough to get to be able to play that all the time too as an employee. So. Um, I, I, I just, I can't say I have a favorite, uh, maybe if one day, like by a miracle, I'll get to play Augusta maybe, but <laughs> other than that, I, if I, if I'm on a golf course, I'm happy. So I, if I got the offer to play Augusta, I would have to turn it down. I, I just couldn't. I just couldn't do that to the courts. I, oh, you couldn't massacre the courts. I, I couldn't. I couldn't embarrass it. I couldn't. I couldn't put all that. Uh, all that pressure. Oh uh, no. Just to have me out there. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's get into some uh, answer the internet questions. Brad, do you have one, or you want? To I I do now. I'm asking this on the premise that I don't know if you have one or not. So, Allie, if you do, you can share it to the world here. But if you had to get a lip tattoo. What would it say? Oh man, that's funny because I always I don't have any tattoos, but I always joke around with my friends all the time. If I was ever get one, to be a lip tattoo. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh my gosh, 
It would probably be something. Oh, there's a million that are coming to my head right now, but it would probably be something stupid like send it, like (laughs) (laughs) something like just totally just. That's actually kind of be good for a golfer, though, right? Right, that's what I was thinking. (laughs) Yeah, just in life in general, just send it. (laughs) I I never thought about that, Brian. You bring up like like you guys bring up a good point. Like if you're gonna get a tattoo, that seems like the best place to get it, but it's also like the most ridiculous. I've also right, heard yeah. it's, uh, like not permanent, but then I've also heard it's like it can be permanent. Like it's just a toss up. So I'm like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. My mother would kill me regardless. But <laughs> like, hey, mom, check this out. Yeah, <laughs> send mom, it. look, send it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, if you found out your life was the Truman Show, have you seen the Truman Show? Um, I have bits and pieces. I don't think I've ever seen the whole thing. Is it like okay. it's not that's not that, that's Groundhog Day where he's like living the same day over and over. Yeah, with uh, Bill Murray. Um yeah, yeah, this one's with Jim Carrey. Basically his life is just a uh a TV set and like all the people in his life are actors. But okay. um the question is, and that's just the premise, but okay. what would be the mo- what would you be most proud about? That people saw of you, and then what would people, and then what would you be most embarrassed about? So it doesn't have to be a good about golf; it could just be your day to day life. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't know. Most proud of, I think, like my work work ethic. Like I will go get my stuff done. I'm very disciplined about you know work out, golf, do all this, get what I need to do done, work hard. Um, I think that would be most what I'd be most proud of. I guess. <laughs> There's a yeah, lot. Let's get to let's get to let's get to the good part about what you're embarrassed about. <laughs> I feel like I'm so clumsy. Like I know, like I'm an athlete technically, but like I feel like I'm so clumsy. Like I will literally just like stub my toe, or I'll just like trip over my own feet sometimes. <laughs> like it's really bad. What I'm trying to think of the last like clumsy thing I did. I don't, I don't know. Maybe also the fact that I have a pillow pet that I still sleep with. <laughs> the Michigan State pillow pet <laughs> that I got for my oh. family. <laughs> I'm 25. It's like a comfort thing for my back, right? That's what it's for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, whatever you need to justify, right? <laughs> exactly, right. <laughs> All right, Allie. Uh, thank you again so much for coming on. Where can the people check you out, follow you on social media, all that good stuff? Sure. Um, so Twitter, it's just my name. It's at Allison Lagib, uh, two L's and L-E-I-G-E-B. And don't worry about pronouncing it right anymore. But um, it's also the, that's the same uh, username for my Instagram as well, at Allison Lagib. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm always posting, you know, different golf courses I'm playing, what I'm doing, any tournaments I'm playing in. So, yeah, feel free to hop on and follow me. And I appreciate you guys for having me on. This was a really Absolutely. fun podcast to do. You guys are really fun and easy to talk to. So, thanks. Uh, Thank you. Ever, you. Yeah. Have you ever been on a podcast before? On um, like one other one this summer was a local Kentucky sports podcast. But I think I listen to enough podcasts. I know how they go. Like I'm right, right. Too, but yeah. Awesome, Allie. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Go follow her on Instagram and Twitter. And um, good luck with anything you got coming up uh, golf-related. And uh, hopefully we'll see you back out on the course soon at some point. Thanks. And you guys, too, get back on the course oh, yeah. soon, too. <laughs> we'll come out to Arizona. We'll play. Yeah. Heck, yeah. You're always welcome. Yep. Yeah. That sounds like an awesome plan. All right, Allie. Uh-huh. Thanks again. Thanks.
I swear to God I wasn't born to fight Maybe just a little bit Enough to make me sick of it But I, I can read between the lines I want to run from everything But my legs won't work, it's clear to me 